we're on the we're on the call. Let's do this, man. Let's light this candle, as I say. Yes. That was already a title of an episode. So are you sure? Can I check? You could check, but it was only like literally like a month ago. Or two months. It was in the last, you know. You're correct. How do you know the episode titles of these shows so well? And I don't. Um, because I'm usually the one who says says them. And I don't have many like uh, out of boys in my life, but I'll take all these. Well, again, that's that's minimally if I do my gazintas, you know, mm-hmm. that's almost a thousand out of boys. Uh, yeah, Between but I, you've had you've had a few too. So, well, listen, I, I, I'll shave off a, a couple for whatever reason and say that you've had nine hundred. Oh, okay, I'll take nine boys. That's my claim to fame. Those are my like. If I can get that. Attention deficit criminals. Right. Um, there's a couple others that I'm very oh uh doll safari. Like right. if I go to my grave, I'm putting all these on my headstone. Uh bore money is uh in pencil right now. We don't know just yet. So I was I was giving you your props for uh such other things as uh fish math and things of that nature that have become part of the lexicon of not only just this show and the soon to be named network, but I would say all of social media. Oh, yes, I'm just taking it by storm. Well, again, one that I will have to give you that I did see come up the other day. I was surprised to see um, as many people who are not me, not you. And I don't know if they're listeners to the show. The uh, release the Smokey is the bandit cut hashtag. Yeah, um, I look back because I clicked on that. Yeah. And I went back as far as I can. I believe I'm the first one to do it. Right. You're definitely the first one to do it. But I do see more people like kind of picked it up after you did it. Mm -hmm. And it's people I don't recognize or at least have not come forward as admitting that they're fans of the show, you know? Why would they? I mean, they want to keep that a secret. But no, I get it. I'm hoping that someday that does catch and, you know... Maybe somebody's family has that cut in a, in a vault somewhere and we could see it. Right. Slow and steady is how these things go. Mm-hmm. You well, know, a guy has 18,000 followers was tweeting it out. Mm-hmm. I am going to take credit if it happens. Oh, listen, I said they need to have you like host the screening when they do it. You know, oh. when they do it at like an Alamo draft house or whatever. And, and like we- you have to come out dressed as... Smokey as George S. Patton. Oh, okay. And give like, uh, like, well, one, you want to, and again, I don't need to tell you what to do, how to do your business, but mm-hmm. I assume that it would be like in front of the flag, just like the, the trailer that got unreleased. Yes. And if it was me, like, obviously, you know, the flag is there and it's all filled with smoky heads. Is that what fans of Smokey and the Bandit are called? Smoky uh, heads? I think they're bandos. Bandos? All right. <laughs> yes. Um, so you, you know, the, the flag drops out, there's the quietness in the crowd, and then you come out in the full regalia, right? To that music, to the horn. Right. But yeah. And you step up to a microphone, crowds raucous, right? You've got them in the palm of your hand. (laughs) You just hold up one hand and everyone goes silent, right? (laughs) And then into the microphone, you just yell, we fucking did it! (laughs) Boom. And then you go, Mr. Projector Man, roll that film. And then that's, you know. And then you get to sit down amongst the masses, the dozens of people that are clamoring for this movie to come out. 
and you get to enjoy the fruits of your uh, hashtag. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I'd like to, you know, do, you know, and maybe I'll get a cut of the fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, I would assume you would get like a producer's credit or at mm-hmm. least an executive producer's credit so that when it rolls over to like home releases and stuff, mm-hmm. maybe they consult you. Um, I do a, a commentary on it. Something. Yeah. That'd be great. There's a guy I follow on YouTube. Follow is that what you do? You follow people on YouTube, or you just or you subscribe to people on YouTube? I don't know. I know I've ignored a few people on YouTube and disliked them. That's oh my goodness. Uh, but his channel, he puts up like weird VHS rarities and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know they skirt the issue because they're putting it up in like VHS quality. They're right. not like on any other streaming services. Maybe the rights to these things have been lost, right? Mm-hmm. And usually he'll post up like one or two a week and he'll do like a Twitter poll and say like, oh, which one do you want me to put up? Right. Right. Um, so apparently it's a movie called Speed Zone. Right. And if you were to see the VHS cover of it, you'd be like, oh, I've seen that VHS um, on, you know, so many, uh, uh, like so many video store shelves in my day. Right. Right. Um, and the tagline of it is six cars, 17 stars and a million laughs. <laughs> right. So, and the guy will do like a little history thing with the movie and whatever, like on social media, but apparently, and again, this is only tangentially related to, um, Smokey and the Bandit, but apparently this was supposed to be uh, a Cannonball Run sequel. Right. And they started filming it, and then, like, maybe uh, the people who do it realized that they may not have the rights to the movie, mm-hmm. but they were, like, to the name Cannonball Run. Uh, oh, that's right. So it was supposed to be Cannonball Run 3, but then they realized they didn't have the rights halfway through filming the movie. Well, that'll happen. Yes. So then they just made Speed Zone. Right. Uh, John Candy, Eugene Levy, the Smothers Brothers, and more star in this uh, fan. uh, Peter Boyle, does it? Donna Dixon. Oh, baby. Tim Uh, Matheson. Sherry Belafonte, Joe Flattery. So you see, so you're looking at it. You, you've seen that on a VHS shelf before. Yes. Yes. Uh, but that's I love finding out stories like that, like just as much as like your your mockbusters of today, where it's like, oh, such and such movie is successful. Let's put out like our quickie, whatever, which really isn't a thing anymore because there's no more VHS, like there's no more blockbusters or whatever. Right. You have to like you have to rent the twelve uh, Bruce Willis movies that get released yearly through a red box or something, so he can have his own Razzie nominations. Well, so did you? Okay, we'll we'll get into that in a second. Right. Um, but I, I'm a big fan of like these sort of things where like, oh, the movie was supposed to be X and then we realized why, but we just like tweaked a few things, maybe shot around this and we ended up releasing the movie anyway. Mm-hmm. I love stories like that. I know you do. Cause they're in, they're in all the podcasts you listen to. <laughs> well, they're not really, you would be surprised. The the far and few between movie podcasts that I listen to are much more highfalutin than uh, the the dreck that I watch. 
Mm-hmm. Only because the podcasts about the Drek that I watch don't come out as frequently as I would like. Ah, there you go. You know, they're just on that, like, uh, we're going to release it whenever the hell it comes out sort of schedule, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Bruce Willis thing, right? Yeah. So um, the Red Letter Media guys, they do the Plinkett reviews. You know, they do all sorts of stuff. Um, they did, uh, like, kind of looking into some of those more recent Bruce Willis movies. Looking at, like, how they're shot and everything else like this. Um, and, like, how they're all by, like, the same producer. Or, like, the guy who makes them was a producer on The Expendables. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, part of, like, Mark Wahlberg's group that it, like, are you aware of the TV show Entourage? Yes, I am, with your one of your favorite actors. I can't think of what his name is. Jeremy Piven. You're a big Piv head. Yes. Uh, if me, Piven, and R Double are on a boat, what's happening? <laughs> I'm going overboard. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're putting up a fight. Okay. So, uh, so he, this guy, it was the basis for Turtle on Entourage, okay? Mm-hmm. But he's a real-life person, and he's the one behind a majority, if not all, of these more recent Bruce Willis quickie-directed DVD movies, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they get Bruce Willis for a day. Um, you know, he gets, like, one to three million dollars, depending on, like, where he has to travel to for, like, literally, like, a day, like, an afternoon's work. Mm-hmm. And then they're watching the videos and they notice, like, obviously most of the scenes, like, he's not even in the scene with the person, right? The way that things are cut, like, everybody else's scenes are filmed on one day and then Bruce Willis's scenes are filmed on a different day, maybe in a different location than all edited together. Right. And they notice that in some of the scenes, Bruce Willis is wearing what appears to be, like, maybe a hearing aid, right? Mm-hmm. But then they notice, like, the hearing aid, like, switches ears from time to time. And they, the Red Letter Media guys, speculated that he was wearing, like, an IFB, and they were just feeding him his lines. That he wasn't even reading the scripts. They were just feeding him his lines, and then he was just parroting them back. Right. So, a little bit more investigation into this is, apparently from the first Die Hard movie, there was, like, some sort of scene where Bruce Willis fired a gun and it went off very close to his ear. Okay. And he ended up losing, like, a bunch of hearing in that ear. And again, Die Hard came out, what, 1987, 1988, whatever the hell it was, right? Right. So he's slowly been losing his hearing. And the word on the streets is that he's trying to bank as many movies as these as he can before his hearing is completely gone and he can't work anymore. So right. that he could, like, still provide for his kids. Well, I mean, if that's the reason, I don't begrudge him. You know what right. I mean? And again, I, I don't begrudge him. I'm just not going to watch any of them. What? He did, I think he did 12 movies last year. That's that's going to be the next Patreon project. Don't uh, wish that into the world. Yeah, well, it could happen. You never know. But. So how's by you? How's everything going? Uh, pretty good. Watched the Super Bowl. That was interesting. And also managed to get a problem-free computer, apparently. Oh, yeah, I heard. hmm So, uh, importer-exporter hooked me up. I got cool. uh, a Dell. Dude, I'm getting a Dell. Remember when that was a thing? Oh, boy. I do. So, I got that. It's a, um, a uh, laptop, uh, and it is a... Uh, but the same, it's the exact same size of my old laptop. It's very, it's lighter and thinner, 
but the screen is the same size. The only thing that's throwing me off, and I'm thinking I know what's giving me the hiccups now, is it has a touch screen, which I'm apparently not a fan of because I, as I set it up, I have a bunch of cables running like all over the place because I'm like, I just put it on my kitchen table, uh, my dining room table. I'm like, this is where I'm going to test it out and everything. But I think some of the cables were like twirled up and were touching the screen. And maybe that's what was giving us the problems early on when we were starting this recording. So I've pulled, I've pulled all my cables away from the touchscreen, Joe. But not a fan of the touchscreen, I'll say. Now, you know, obviously I have a very old monitor and we got my kid a laptop last year for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kids today oh. are just so into, like, they're just so into and like everything is touchscreen. So like. When he was young and he would try to touch the screen on the monitor here in the office mm-hmm. or touch the screen of the laptop that we got. I'm like, no, buddy, we got you like the base model. It don't have no touch screen. You know, we're not that fancy. Right. You show him an old picture of a family member and he's trying to enlarge on it. Yeah, but. exactly. No, it, it it's pretty good. It, hopefully, you know, this will, you know, we'll get another 10 years of podcasting out of it, Joe. If uh, my heart holds out and whatever's ailing on you holds out, we'll get another 10 years. But uh, I, I look at it as uh, it's it's interesting, but I do. There's like, Joe, it's change. And if like I, right there, I've given you like, you know, anxiety. I know I did um, because I went from Windows 7 to Windows 10 and my mouse uh, pad. I don't have a mouse pad, like whatever it is on the actual laptop. Yeah. My old one had the the, 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 the mouse thing where you'd run your finger over it. You can move the cursor and then it had two buttons. Yeah. This just has a pad now, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, like when I'm like trying to do the previewing, the like when I have to move the previewing the past scans, which they're saved on my uh, Kindle, so I'm not worried about that. But I have to put the new ones onto a flash drive to get them to you. I'm not, I, I'm like learning how to make a folder now because before I would right click the button and it'd be like new and like folder or whatever. Now I'm like, okay, I have to go in here. And it's like, I, I'm like, I hate it. I hate everything about it because I have to learn all over again. So you know that you could probably just get like a standard like USB or even like USB wireless, like old school mouse that, you know, is more intuitive to an old like me or you. Right. Uh, well, we'll see about that. Cause I kind of want to get to, to see if they have an external, uh, CD, uh, uh, writer, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, sure. Sure. Because my truck still plays CDs and I do have the, uh, the flash drive thing in it, but I kind of wanted to make a few, cds for like road trips because i'm an old but either way um i don't know uh i don't even have uh, and i'm afraid to say this so i don't get uh attacked by the cyber criminals like i didn't even go like i was talking with the fancy gentleman i'm like i didn't even get like like whatever's whatever comes with the computer maybe there's some kind of protection but i'm like uh, if they want to attack me through my skype and get the previewing the past scans and that's it because that's all that's going to be on my computer like i this isn't going to do any ebaying or paypaling or banking i literally bought this to do this show so like i'm not paying an extra like 50 dollars a year to to put shit on my computer you know what i mean so that's like how base model this is at this point 
I completely get you. Um, you know, I, I have whatever this deal is and, you know, they, they add so many devices onto everything and, you know, you may even have some sort of like antivirus, spamware, malware, whatever the hell protection mm-hmm. on your phone or on your tablet. You might even have something and you could probably even bump that from those to the computer if you really needed to. But again, as mentioned, you're literally doing nothing with this other than this show. Right. I mean, maybe if you're like, oh, Todd, on the computer while we're doing this, here's a YouTube video I'm sharing. You know what I mean? Or something. Like, then, like, you send me a link and I go to it. Eh, if I get a virus from it, oh, well, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'll be careful what I send you. Well, if you send me any of those filthy Monsoon Classic videos, <laughs> my computer will melt. No, that's YouTube. YouTube's all right, you know? Some of, ads. some of it's okay. Joe. Now, I... I did learn, like I said, you know, my kid has the similar, um, uh, you know, with the laptop where there's like the pad, but no buttons. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn from him that to like click and drag stuff, mm-hmm. you have to use two fingers. You do? Yes. Well, what does one finger do other than give the Hawaiian one finger salute? So like one finger is like you're moving the mouse around, right? Mm hmm. So let's say you're moving your mouse around and you like you click on something. Okay, you click on a picture. But as you mentioned before, like let's say you wanted to move something from one spot to another. Mm-hmm. You you hover your mouse over the thing that you want to move and then you touch the mouse pad with two fingers. Now you're picking up whatever that item is to move wherever you need it to go. See, I thought cuz I was doing it with one finger, yes. I thought as long as you did it with one finger and held down on the mouse no. pad it would move. I'm almost certain that it has to be two fingers. Like the computer's smart enough. And this is like the saddest conversation to anyone who's like <laughs> under 30, you know? Right. They're like, it's windows fucking 10. You old bastards. You know yep. what I mean? So, but I'll figure it out. I, listen, we're, we're doing the show hopefully. So we have something figured out. Right. But. Oh, goodness. What? But that's it. Uh, no. Oh. Oh. Uh, any thoughts on the uh, Super Bowl from this past weekend? Um. Uh, honest to God, it was a Super Bowl. I enjoyed it. It had no storylines. Um. Other than the fact that uh, the the you know it was two Raiders rivals playing. Um. The Bengals who hadn't been you know they they you know thirty years since they've been there or whatever. Um. The Rams. I, I kind of like the idea that the Rams in a salary cap era bought a championship. I love I love when you can buy a championship, and that's what they did. So that's kind of cool. But there was no like, oh, I hate Tom Brady or I hate the filthy Kansas City Chiefs because they're an an in-division rival or like all that. So there was no there was nothing to it other than, oh, somebody who's trying to buy a championship and somebody who's literally like the phrase they used the whole playoffs for the Bengals. Somebody who's playing with house money who shouldn't be here. Literally, they were six and ten last year. So what the hell are they doing in the Super Bowl? So I'm like, okay, that's your storyline. But you know what I mean? Like there are two teams that didn't have any, I don't know, heat to them, if you get what I mean. Sure, sure. So it was close. It was fun. The commercials weren't that great. That I'm a white, almost 50-year-old, so the halftime show meant nothing to me. So, like, whatever. I, I had a good time. I watched it. I ate pizza. I went to sleep. 
But so the halftime show, uh, as a white, almost 45 year old, as they were going through like kind of the and they weren't doing it like in chronological order, Mm -hmm. but like you can mark of like my interest in hip hop R&B to like when I was getting out of it, you know, right. Like it peaked, like it started in like 89, went to like 94 into a little bit of 95. And then it just kind of dipped off. Like I'm aware of these songs, but like there was stuff in there that was like for me. Um, Did you watch the halftime show? Yeah. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, So I watched. Okay. So we're at my folks house watching, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Watched the whole first quarter, came home. And then, you know, got ready for bed and everything. And I watched the halftime show. And then did I watch? No, I think I was caught up on everything else to watch. But um, I think I watched like most of the third quarter. Okay. Now, because um, not... it was it was on Peacock, you know, I didn't have to like go through any sort of like bootleg Russian sites or anything to watch it, you know? No, no, I get you. Now, um, I'm not even going to ask what you thought of the game because you, you don't care. But you did watch the halftime show, and uh, the one thing that do you, do you know what the one thing that was bothering me the whole halftime show? Ah, uh, no. People dancing on those cars. I was like, <laughs> you're gonna scuff the paint job. Get the fuck off there. Ah, <laughs> uh, those those cars are gonna be donated to be like those are gonna be the ones that are gonna be le- that were left outside the stadium mm-hmm. for people to like dance like to vandalize first hoping that they get it out of their system <laughs> right there. these are your these are your ple- pre-gasoline cars to light on fire yeah yeah <laughs> right oh, they're, get they're, out of your they're more of a controlled burn these ones <laughs> yes but in the end they had to actually clear the streets in los angeles so uh I I, i'm saw- not a big fan of the uh the sports team winning riot i'm like I don't get it. Like, well, I don't get it either because you know the only sports that I uh, watch are real. Ugh. But the only time that I enjoyed it was when Philly won something, right? Those filthy Philly fans, stupid Raider rivals. But go ahead. And if you think the people like, so the people that went to the ECW shows, obviously they were all Philly fans, right? <laughs> they were a concentration of the like, you know, a select few. Of right. Eagle fans, right? But when you get, like, them at their full strength, like, wasn't that the one where videos were taken of, like, them eating, like, horse shit off the ground? Yes. And yes. That's See, that's where, that's the sort of mischief, like, the stupid mischief, where you're really not hurting anyone but yourself. Was it the Bills, like, the Bills Mafia, as they call themselves, that would do, like, stunts or whatever in the parking lot before games, like, throw themselves through tables and stuff. That is a big thing with the... Okay, but I will say this about the difference between the Bills Mafia and the Phillies fans. Like, the Bills Mafia fans are crazy. All right. Um, uh, but, like, th- they are legitimately really cool. Like, um, like I forget who it was, uh, but it was a quarterback who... The Bills, like, were on the edge of the, the playoffs. And they're like, okay, if this team wins, uh, we go to this, we go to the playoffs. If that other team wins, we don't. And the one team, like, that would that if they won, uh, the Bills wouldn't have gone to the playoffs. So they didn't win. Uh, the quarterback had a big, like, uh, charity for his kids. Like, his kid had a disease or something like that. So that was his charity. And when they lost the game and they ended up going, the Bills winning the playoffs, like – 
the Bills Mafia donated like $500,000 to his charity. Like, they're like, yeah, like, you guys didn't get into the playoffs, but we did, but here's money. Like, they do good things where, like, the Eagles fans will stab you. You know what I mean? Like, that's their claim. They are the attention deficit syndrome fans of football, the Philly fans. So, but I actually do like the, uh, the, the Bills Mafia. Be crazy, but like I said, they actually do charitable stuff and shit like that. Right, like I said, I'm all about um, harmless mischief that only like causes no property damage, mm-hmm. but only hurts and damages you. Right, which falls into the Bills Mafia. They they go through flaming tables. You want to bust up your back? By all means, you know right. what I mean. So, but so I think that's it. I think that is everything. That's good enough for a show, right? Yep, because I get nervous every time there's a pause now. Yeah. I did my update. I'm good. Yeah, you did. All right, so I'll just close it out. Very rarely do we get uh, plugs in on this show, of course, because it's just a fucking around show. But, of course, patreon.com slash longboxheroes. Dollar a month, $5 a month. You get those bonus shows from Todd and I. And at the $5 level, you're going to get those shows two weeks before everyone else. And you're also going to get this show two days before everyone else, so you can listen to everything in the correct listening order. If you're so inclined, if you're a fan of Todd and myself, you can't get a better deal than, like, coming and following us both around or something like that, right? Uh, T Public Store, um, you know, that's tinyurl.com slash longboxheroes. You know what T Public is. And, of course, the Amazon affiliate link, any and all of your purchases that you make through a browser. Don't do it through an app. I don't think it works that way. Gives us a little bit of a kickback, advertising fee, what have you. Uh, but yeah, those are the plugs for the shows. I mentioned Soon to Be Named Network before, you know? Yep. All right, everyone, thank you very much. Uh, this was Longbox Heroes After Dark 379, and we'll see you all here next week. <laughs>